Welcome everybody to episode number 82 of Biting the Bullet. I'm joined my co-host Typo. Heyo. It's me, your boy Luke, and we are joined with Clint from Liberty Lock Pod. Welcome back, brother. Yo, hey. What's up, guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for been, having me back. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours and it's always good to come on and talk to you guys. Hash it out, see what the, uh, the other side of liberty twitter feels about this shit are you guys bigger on instagram than you are on twitter oh yeah 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 for sure damn yeah, yeah i gotta crazy. i gotta get started on that well you I, guys spend a lot of time on it um no we just share memes like i i don't argue with people i go on there and fuck around every once in a while and just talk shit back to the people that get mad of our veteran <laughs> posts <laughs> right that's about it um i don't we don't really post any captions underneath our pictures we just literally post memes. Like it's not even like super informative. When when they did their like purge right before the election, I think that's why we were able to get out of it because we don't really post captions with our post or anything. Uh, we just gotcha. post a, we just post a like a meme and that's it. Like sometimes they get flagged, but they'll like they'll be like, Oh, we we're gonna put uh fucking election results under this or fucking yeah. this is got, misinformation right. and we link you to this article about how this is untrue or some bullshit like that right we, right right we got unpublished on facebook though recently so oh man yeah, yeah it, I mean, it just seems like the, there, but. the the noose is tightening actually that that was a post that i had this morning that, that people are talking about do you guys have you guys mind if i just throw a topic out yes absolutely I want, yeah. I want i want to get your two cents on it um you know i what's it called Pornhub is uh i just saw this yeah, yeah. So, so I, I saw a ton of people in the libertarian community celebrating this, and and I just think it's a mistake. So let let me lay out my thinking and see if you guys agree. Because uh, I think that the instinct is to want to end child porn, and I obviously support that. So like, there's no disagreement there, and I think that binary thinkers are going to have a hard time grasping this. But um, ultimately, what happened is Visa and Mastercard stopped their payment um, platform, so they they made it so that they they could not receive payment. And obviously that's backbreaking to any business if Visa and MasterCard cut you off. As, as such, uh, Pornhub then took down all non, I guess, verified posting accounts. So all the amateur porn's gone, I, I would imagine. Um, Bastards. Uh, and yeah, I know, which amateur porn I'm actually a fan of, uh, kitty porn, not so much. So I, <laughs> but anyways, people are celebrating because they're like, oh, this is, you know, this is the free market at work. And I'm like, how do you, how can you possibly see this as, I mean, free yes. Market. Yeah. I mean, it's not free market. It's, it's, yes, it's a business that's doing it. If you don't think that Visa and MasterCard aren't tied to the government in some form or fashion in, in major, major ways, yeah, first right. off, you're, you're delusional. But secondarily, do you not see where this goes? Where like anything that's morally questionable, anything that's anti-cathedral, anything Alex Jones uh, like right. is now going to be deplatformed and defunded uh, without any sort of litigation or even, you know, passing new laws or anything. It's just, to me, it's, you know, I, I don't, I hate to use the slippery slope argument term, but is this not clearly exactly that? Yes. Well, all right. So uh, when we first came on uh, and did, started doing our podcast, uh, a lot of people had problems with us in the libertarian sphere. 
Um, it wasn't quite, we weren't quite as well known, so it wasn't really that big of a deal for us. And yeah. we obviously cater to our audience, which are degenerates just like us. But <laughs> there's a real problem in the libertarian community with degeneracy or people that, you know, aren't of the um, Christian cutout, right. you know, morality wise. Yeah, the, the, the Hoppian uh, breed right. is, is very aggressively anti degeneracy, whatever right. that means. And yeah, exactly. And first off, that's such a broad and general fucking thing. Like cussing could be degenerate if you, if you want to go there. And right. let me tell you, I can't tell, I can't even count how many times <laughs> I say the F word on this podcast. <laughs> right. Or, or premarital sex, which we're right. uh, slightly guilty of. <laughs> yeah. Slightly. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, or gay sex, which typo and I are very guilty of. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, is like it, I, th- I get why people are trying to celebrate this. Well, not trying. They are absolutely in the, st- they're in the streets about this fucking thing. They would be if they could, because yeah. Pornhub has had um, things thrown at it, like kitty porn and things like that. Where I'm, But I mean, also amateur artists throw up uh, Germany r- fucking Germany soccer team raping Brazil in the world cup, like four years ago uh, as the amateur video, like it, there's wait, wait, going wait. to be did they actually do wait they oh, actually yeah, people, raped the soccer team no they didn't they raped them in score it was like seven or eight <laughs> to zero but they, okay. you know what i mean like they okay. like all those it's like youtube i mean companies can vet that or they can't vet that and if you want to pay for it then pay for it if you don't want to pay for it then don't that's right. up to the person itself but like you said mastercard visa all these fucking big business type people like that's not that's government intervention like whether people want to admit it or not like that's that's not people choosing not to um uphold these products that's not the market at work this is an artificial um trying to create they're literally trying to get rid of a market because it's not something it's first off it's something that republicans have been pushing for fucking years like they don't want pornography viewable publicly viewable in any sphere, which whatever, I don't give a shit what you want. It's going to be there regardless. But at the same time, like uh, people should be able to choose what they want to do. And you know, the only good that comes out of this is Pornhub is going to go crypto and fucking hell. If you're not invested in crypto, I mean, we're trying to get more invested in crypto, but like if you're not invested in crypto, you fucking should be because these companies that are going to get this treatment, that's what they're going to be doing. Yeah, that that to me is the the silver lining in it. If there is one, is that it's same thing that happened with WikiLeaks. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this, but in 2011, so when uh, Bitcoin was actually like under a dollar, the uh, WikiLeaks organization was deplatformed and they were cut from PayPal and all these organizations. So that like they were like the original Alex Jones. And what that, what that created was this environment where they had no choice because the only avenue they could go to get any funding whatsoever was to go crypto in 2011. Now think about, wow. think about how much money those motherfuckers made. Oh yeah, because that's of, why because WikiLeaks that. doesn't care. Exactly. So they, they just stack chips, you know, yep. electronic chips. But um, so I, I think it's the same thing here. And, and you know, I, I have actually been a very late adopter to crypto because I'm old old money, you know, I'm actually like, I've made my money through standard. Traditional means. Yes, exactly. Um, so for me, it's been very 
it was so foreign. It was very hard to adapt to. It was very hard to wrap my mind around, but, um, Same the more, yeah, yeah. And the more, the more I get uh, a handle on it, the more I see these things happening, the more I realize like, I don't even have a choice. You know, it's not even like, Oh, I want to do this because I think it's the future. No, I don't have a choice. Like they're going to come after people like us at some point. And yeah. if you, if you're not going to adopt or adapt soon, I think that the, uh, the noose is tightening. Yeah. No, I yeah, think that's, I think, uh, on, Cypo, sorry. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Clint, that, uh, like, I mean, once you open up the gateway of like, Oh, we can ban Pornhub because the possibility of there being, um, uh, child pornography on there, I think it opens up the gateway for anything else. Um, right. just, uh, if, if, if that's, if porn is considered to be like the worst thing ever in our society and like MasterCard and Visa can't, um, uh, support that or whatever. Well, then what's the next thing after that, that they decide is the degeneracy. And I think it's like podcasts like ours where yep. we're not with the cathedral in any way whatsoever. And we're avidly speaking against it all the time on, on our podcast. Right. Um, so who know? I mean, Dude, there's so many things they could probably go back on our podcast that episodes that we've done when we first started that they could deem that like, oh, this podcast is racist. This podcast is, um, you know, anti-government, sexist. homophobic, <laughs> sexist. Um, I, I heard you guys with the girl, the girl guest last week. So. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she liked our jokes. I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, but no, like the thing is, is like we did a whole fucking episode on veteran suicide. And I think that was the darkest jokes that we've ever fucking made as we're talking about you know suicide i mean that could be considered degeneracy if you really want to talk about some of sure. those jokes we were talking about putting 45s in our mouths and just ending it on the podcast because it'd be funny yeah like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it's like it's like i i i'm tired of this um puritan bullshit in libertarianism it's like i understand that, that may be like the right way to go i get that i sure like i'm not saying that people should be like us. Like I, I've never said that ever. I think people should be like us in the sense that you say your mind and you speak what's what you think is true, like speak your own truth and all that. But like, I don't expect people to talk like me, think the same things that I think are funny. Um, or, you know, like or, even have, or, or, or even have the same interest. Yeah. But like, or, or like what you like said, that. like live like us. Like I don't expect people to do that. Like that's not what I expect, but at the same token, they shouldn't expect their beliefs to be the influence on our lives. And that's what we should do. Speak your own truth, be your own person. That's what this is all about as no like high up Puritan society. That's not what, that's not what individualism is. No. And it's not what Liberty's about. I mean, exactly. It's like the root word of what we believe in. And I just can't, I can't understand how people don't see that this is an infringement in that regard. I mean, yes, I don't want child porn on Pornhub. Like, okay, I agree. Beyond that though, this is a terrible precedent and you have to be able to extrapolate. Like you have to see where this is headed. It's coming for all of us. So if you want right. to like just bury your head in the sand or, or worse yet, celebrate because someone that you find morally reprehensible is taken down, you are the same people that celebrate Alex Jones over his Sandy Hook shit. I mean, you're the same people. Just listen to yourselves. It's the same shit. It's a moral uh, you know, arbiter. It's a moral decision that you're, you're casting uh, about other people and it's, it's headed for all of us. Like, I, I really believe that this isn't going to stop. Now, the, the good news is that I think that people will migrate to cryptocurrency and they'll, they'll migrate to blockchain, um, social media platforms, things that are truly decentralized and uncensorable. Uh, but that's going to take time. And in the interim, 
I'm not going to celebrate our demise, you know, like no. that's, that's where I'm at on it. Yeah. Well, and I love all the people that are like, Oh, it's a private company that can do what you want. And it's like, I hate that fucking oh argument. God, dude. Uh, I think we've, we've touched on it and I've seen people t- like, I think Pete's really good on, on this subject. Pete Canona's, uh, he's always just like, you think these are private fucking companies? Like, are you kidding me? And like, he, he'll go off. I love when he goes off on Twitter, but he goes off on people when they say shit like that. Because honestly, like if you, if you think Twitter, if you think any social media platform, any banking service, any, um, uh, higher education is a, whether they're private or pu- well, obviously not public, but cause obviously they're public, but private institution, university, things like that. If you think any of those are actually private businesses, then you're fucking wrong. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, you're wrong. And these things, if they are receiving government funds in any way, shape or form, those are public businesses and they cater to the public. Not, and obviously I don't even think that sh- like, they shouldn't even be a thing, but as we are they seeing are. here now, yeah, they are. And if they are and they are receiving funds, then they open up to everything that we're open up to. And that's how it should be. Yeah. And, 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 and they also, they also have lobbyists. I mean, these guys, these guys are deeply embedded within the governmental system. So regardless of whether or not they get the, the vast majority of their, their funds through private means, which I'm sure they do. Yeah. Um, they still, they receive uh, certain protections. They receive certain lobbying uh, privileges that, that make any of these decisions uh, kind of in a hybrid way go along with government dictates. And if you don't see it, you know, I don't know, open your eyes. Yeah. And like in, in these like sort of like laws or whatever the, these companies that enforce like, you know, Visa and MasterCard decide they don't want to support Pornhub anymore. Like that actually kind of hurts uh, like, normal people trying to get by. I mean, after these lockdowns, I'm not really sure. I've never seen statistics on this, but I imagine there might be a significant amount of women that are trying to get into the amateur porn world because For it's sure. a means, it's a means to uh, make money. Perfect and when example they, is OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, there might be, if I don't know how many amateur porn girls go on Pornhub, but there's probably going to be an influx on them going to OnlyFans because it's an avenue where they can get um, money that they well, can't get well, from Well, let Pornhub me tell you, anymore. Typo, there's a hell of a lot, and I enjoy yeah. all of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're very nice women. <laughs> <laughs> I, send them, I send them half my paycheck, and uh, you know, <laughs> they call me daddy. It's, it's good well, that, well, you might be sending half your Bitcoin to them pretty soon. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I mean, it's one of these things where like, the government puts us on lockdown, puts multiple people out of out of work or business, and I, I mean, I'm not advocating that women go into porn at all, but it's some sort of means that they go to because well, we're on lockdown, so they need money from somewhere, and now they're now the government's gonna fuck over those people now exactly. in a different way, and it's uh, just again, like Jesus I, I, Christ. It's it's like a story as old as time. It's always government creates the problem. People try to evolve to, to get around it. Government then regulates and crushes that too. And I just, I mean, I never thought that they could shut down the entire economy or, or the vast majority of it. So right. my, my entire worldview has been radicalized deeply over the past nine months, 10 yeah. months, whatever it's been. Well, I thought and I was radical before that. And then that happened. So and I did like, I. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was fucking totally radical before that. And I was like, a moderate prior yeah. <laughs> to, to lockdown. So you were a moderate anarchist and now you're like <laughs> fucking full blown. Let's go. No, no, no. Honestly, honestly, I would have just considered myself a libertarian uh, before lockdowns. 
And, and after that, I was like, all right, and cap all the way. Cause I, I really thought that, you know, I, I'm not going to get into all the reasons that I thought that minarchism um, had a, had a better chance of peaceful success. But uh, ultimately at this point, seeing all of the regulatory bodies that have just arisen out of nothingness right. and, and crushed everything around me, I'm like, okay, we can't have this system at all. Like well, if, that's if the they thing. have this, if they have this ability, it's, it's, it's got to go. Like that's, we can't have it. Yeah. That's the thing where it's like, yeah, minarchy might be a better, it might be easier to achieve. Right. 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 But it doesn't matter that it's easier to achieve anymore because we already understand what it leads to. So yeah. like even people that are like, that are still minarchists, I don't understand how they are because right. like, uh, like we used to argue with Jared all the time. Um, <laughs> cause I, I got radicalized, like he radicalized me and then I went past him and he stayed at minarchy and I went, <laughs> Nope. An- anarchy all the way. And, That's funny. and, uh, it was funny because like I'd argue and it's like, you argue against all these things and, uh, you know, it's like, what stops it from happening? Like, I get that you want, you want to at least get to minarchy and then we can argue the differences between minarchy and anarchy. And I was like, but what I'm saying is there's no fucking option at this point. It's either absolutely abolishment of the United States government or governments in general all across the world, yeah. or we're going to live in this same fucking Pandora's box. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, th- or, I think, or agorism. I th- yeah. Either way. E- right. Yeah. Either I one. Think- I think that even if like somehow, let's just say we do like a hard reset, go back to like the founding con- of where the constitution lays, like we'll be, you know, yeah, we'll be living it up our generation, but you know, four or five generations later, who who's to say that it won't get right back to where it was before. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I never, uh, I don't remember exactly who said it. I mean, I've listened to so many podcasts, but like when people start saying that like minarchy is more of a utopia than than anything that like the anarchy is. And I kind of believe that like there's almost no way to hold a government down, at least in my opinion. I mean, the constitution was probably the the farthest we have ever gone to restrict a government. And then within 250 years, we have the biggest government with the biggest military, with the biggest budget of all time. Yeah. Of all human history. And, uh, I, yeah, I think that's just the perfect example of like, well, we, we tried guys, but it kind of failed. (laughs) Yeah. Carrie said it on the last show. She's like, either the, the, the United States constitution, let this happen or it's hopeless to, uh, defend itself against what's happening right now. It's one or the other. So it's either completely useless or it enabled it. Well, the way I view it, anarchy and, and minarchism are on a continuum. It's like, if you get to anarchy, you're probably going to have uh, organizations that pop up that become governmental. So you're probably, you're, you're basically in a, a never ending war to, to diminish the state and stay as close to anarchism as possible. And, and to me, the furthest end of that spectrum is the best for society. But obviously I think any of us would agree if, if the utopic miracle of minarchy were to be achieved in our lifetime, it would be tremendous. It's just, it's just super unlikely. So uh, I, I don't really care about the fight between minarchy and anarchy because right. it's like it either would be a huge improvement over the dystopic fucking hellscape we exist in currently. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'll let I'll let smarter people than me uh, hash out that that war. But ultimately, you know, if we can get close to either of them, fucking thumbs up. Right. Um, sure. I just want to talk about where you were talking about. Lo- they have lobbyists and things like that uh, came out today. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Patrick Byron. 
he was the CEO and founder of overstock.com. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> posted on his own Twitter and I saw it like retweeted everywhere. Uh, this is the quote, I bribed Hillary Clinton $18 million and she took it. And that money was used to go to Obama's, uh, I don't know, multiple different things under the Obama administration. I'm sure plenty of pockets as well. Yep. Um, I think it's like, this is a perfect example of why like these things aren't private industries. First off, they get subsidies back. And second off, they're openly bribing people. And it's, it, it's so dirty, man. Did you hear, did well, you hear why they did it though? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, bro, this is so, I mean, if this is true, let's go. It's so (laughs) sinister. So check it out. He says that he did it under the direction of Obama's Department of Justice. Yeah, he said the FBI came up to him and told him to do it. Yes. So he did it to to have leverage for Obama over Hillary because they assumed she was a shoo-in to be the next president. And Obama wanted to be able to control the bitch for the next eight years. That's the story. I mean, if that's true, no. that's I, I shit you not, bro. Yeah, I, I, remember, so, I remembered reading so, the rest of that. Yeah, yeah. So everyone, that's crazy because like everyone, I mean, everyone at least assumes that like Hillary Clinton is the worst, most corrupt politician ever. And what it, it turns out to be the golden boy of the Democrats. That's <laughs> yeah. the fucking worst one. Well, and what have we been saying? I mean, you know, libertarians as a whole, collectively, no matter if they're Hoppians, fucking SOCOMs, whatever, like all anarchist libertarian left and right have been saying Obama's one of the worst presidents that we've ever had. Majority, for the biggest reason is that everybody loved him and loved what he did and just washes over all the absolute insanity he has created. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true, man. And, and I just, <laughs> I mean, you have, you have open air slave markets in Libya, you have all this shit. I mean, but Hillary, Hillary was, you know, functioning as his secretary of, I don't know, was it defense or whatever? Secretary uh, of defense state, or state. State. Yeah. And, I think it was and state. she, she was, I, I always placed the blame on her for, for those things largely. <laughs> Um, and now it's looking like it might not be. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to revise a little bit and and place a lot more blame on Obama. Uh, I obviously I blame both of them. I think they're both awful. But if this story turns out to be true, if he can actually definitively prove it, it's the most damning evidence against Obama I've ever found. Um, yeah. And there's a lot already. So and, and wow. Hillary too, you know, because yeah, she oh, yeah, yeah. It, because she voluntarily took it. You know, no, she's a and, fucking scumbag. And, well, we yeah, knew that. and everybody knew, knows that, but it's just, <laughs> it's just even better that Obama, the guy that left his seat and then basically got somebody to sell his seat in uh, what, what kind, what state was he in? He was in Illinois, right? Yeah. 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 He's a Senator yeah. of Illinois. Yeah. And got that seat sold to the highest bidder. You remember that whole scandal? Yeah. yeah Rob Agoyevich. I yep. was just going to say, yep. And he yep. went to jail and then he got, then he got pardoned by Trump. I think I, yeah. I, this is, it's all and, so fucking incestuous. Like, all right. So this dude, is my that thing. Was, I'll just do was, this real quick and then okay, you can go okay. typo. So like, this is my whole thing. Like I love the people. I love the libertarians that are Trumpers, you know, that are kind of Trumpers. He's anti the system. And it's like, <laughs> what? What do you mean he's anti-system, bro? He is the same part of the system and he plays the fucking game just like everybody else has. Like, like Yeah, yeah. So th- uh, this is actually very interesting because uh, my family, I mean, uh, all of my family is from Illinois and most of them are conservatives and they voted for Trump and everything. But him pardoning uh, Rob Bogoyevich was kind of a, like a little bit of a red pill for my family mm. because 
Um, at, le- at least in the sense of them like being like, well, maybe Trump's not as good as we thought he was because everyone in Illinois, even the Democrats were like, okay, Robert Goyevich is a piece of shit and he deserves to be in jail. And when uh, Trump pardoned him, I was talking to my family and they're like, yeah, that was fucked up. We don't agree with that. And I was like, I was like, yeah. So like, I'm not, listen, like everyone, like the, the, the biggest credit that I give Trump is, is he had semi, semi anti-war rhetoric and he had, he was like the fucking cannonball for the corporate press. And that's, I, I love him for that. Right. But he also like, you know, Barack Obama dropped more bombs on more countries than any other president. And then Trump came in and then amped up the fucking drone strikes up and like so it used to be that like drone strikes couldn't come in from uh, it had to be like a certain higher level in the military then trump just authorized that like uh battalion commanders can call in drone strikes so the yeah. the the increase of drone strikes went up exponentially through with what trump was doing yeah and he, he green he greenlit them to basically not need higher up approval to quote unquote deal with isis which it, it appears was successful but ultimately it's like do you want the the military having carte blanche to do whatever they want and at what uh, cost? Yeah, you guys were in it so i'll let you answer that i don't know at what yeah. cost right right yeah and and i i mean actually it's weird because like uh i i don't remember i had no idea that was a thing that like drone strikes were going up see this is another thing too is like when you're in the military people like i was intelligence for the marine corps and fucking people assume that i know like the deepest darkest secrets of the military and it's like no they they keep us dumb too they probably keep us dumber yeah we're dumber. in the military <laughs> we're definitely than they do like average average civilians and like you know what's on at our you know what uh, we watch at the chow hall chow hall like our cafeteria where we all eat CNN is on. No way. That's yeah. That's what's that's what's on. It's not Fox News. It's not fucking what you think. Like, oh, it's Trump, so we'll watch Fox News. No, we're watching CNN. That's yeah, what's that, on at our they fucking show. They know. They know who the fuck. They know who the fuck needs to be. I mean, influencers of the United States military, the people, the war hawks that yeah. are going to get them there. Hillary and, Clinton, and, Barack Obama. Yeah. We'll follow those guys. Because, and I mean, don't get me wrong. There was still, there's still like, I mean, most people in the, I would say most people in the military, at least the lower enlisted scumbags like we were hated CNN and they hated Hillary Clinton and they hate, they were huge Trump supporters. Like most people love yeah, Trump I'd agree with that. and especially in the Marine Corps, because uh, I don't know if you know this Clint, but mad dog Mattis, general Mattis, who is a, a Marine Corps general, he is a fucking God in the yeah. Marine Corps. You can do no wrong. Like he literally could shoot was, a little kid. Mad Dog Mattis. The, well, that and the warrior monk. Like that's what he was called yeah. because he was big Dude. in the uh, initial invasions of Iraq and Afghanistan. I've, I've and, heard and, I've heard positives and negatives. What's your guys' take on so, it? So uh, originally, I would say Mattis was the guy that he put off himself. Like when it, when he was first, when he first got the nomination for. What was it? Secretary of Defense, right? He was supposed to. He was SecDef. Well, he it? was supposed. To, he was supposed. He was up for nomination to be the commandant of the Marine Corps at yeah, first. Yeah, and then he went to Secretary of Defense. Yeah, and then oh, so oh, he got passed up for Jin. Okay, so little backstory. Um, Mattis was a infantry general. He he was an infantry officer, and he worked his way up and became the general. That has a huge credibility in the Marine Corps because 
grunts or infantry is the best thing ever. Yeah, he's like he's like Drake started from the bottom. Yes, now he's here. <laughs> yes, and and then he he has uh, through a military perspective, he is probably one of the best generals that we've had in the military. A long time. And um and when oh and then when he was up for commandant of the Marine Corps, he got passed for uh, General Amos, who was an oh, air winger, and he like has no respect. Like even po- like so nobody nobody fucking listened to him. Like everybody was just like this fucking. They dumb hated bitch. him. They hated him. <laughs> Absolutely hated this guy, especially because Mattis was up against him, and they went with fucking um, General Amos. Yeah. And um, so then when Trump came along and he's talking about, oh yeah, I think I'm gonna have Secretary of Defense General Mattis, and everyone in the Marine Corps is like, let's <laughs> fucking go. And from a. Mer- from a military perspective, he is probably the best person for the job, at least through our eyes at yeah. the time. Yeah. And that's that's and what I heard I, about him. Well, and the- when and one more thing, I just want to say is like there was pictures of General Mattis in, in, in Marines' office offices that it was like you know like that Gen, uh, Jesus symbol or that Jesus yeah. picture where he's like uh, his fingers up and there's like that <laughs> glowing fucking orb around his finger. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. General Mattis yeah. as their picture. Literally, I literally saw it all the, the time. That's wild. Yeah, all well, the time. Dude. And the thing with Mattis was like he he was before he got into the secretary of defense, he was either we would go full into Iraq and Afghanistan and we clear it out. And that's with ground troops, infantry, let's go fucking do it. Or we pull out. And like, that was what he was saying. He was like, we got to be full in or full out. And most of the United States Marine Corps, I mean, for me, especially when I was in the majority of time, I was like, let's fucking deploy. Let's fucking deploy. I want to feel like I'm actually doing my job. You know what I mean? Sure. And obviously towards the end of that, I didn't feel that way at all anymore because I was like, holy shit, we're absolute, we're the empire. But yep. uh, anyways, like, it's like, it's one or the other. And a majority of the people in the Marine Corps feel the same way. It's like, either we go full in or we pull out. We're tired of dying over there. We're tired of yep. watching people die over there and then not really doing anything there to help either the people themselves because there's not a lot of ill will towards like in the military towards just the regular fucking people that live in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Syria, Libya, yeah, like all that. I would hope not. No, I mean, there's not. And they're at the very beginning, everybody looked at the whole Middle East as um, just savages, you know, it didn't matter what happened to the civilians. That's kind of how it was looked upon. But you're there that, for a decade. You start to know the people. Yeah, right. And, you know, they have, they've seen the people. They've been to the same places year in and year out kind of thing. Sure. So it's the, the mentality has changed. And so a lot of people had that view. And uh, Mattis kind of seemed like the anti-war type at first until he was in office. And you heard the stories coming out where Trump's like, let's pull people out. And Mattis is like, no, we're not pulling people out. And that's where I got a really bad taste in my mouth because it seemed like he was blowing up a lot of steam up the Marine Corps and military people's asses who are sitting there. And a lot of veterans, especially from these two last, these, this 20 year war are calling for it to end. Like we're done. Like people are done. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it makes so, sense. And, and that's where, that's how I feel about Mattis. He's a sellout basically. Yeah. Do you think that it was really Mattis? That was, was the, uh, the sticking point that kept us in Afghanistan or is it even higher up that we don't know? I think about he helped. People? I, th- I, th- I think he helped. helped. No, no, I, I agree he helped, but I'm just curious if, like, do you think if he had a different uh, Secretary of Defense, we would have gotten out? No, no, I don't think, I, I, I don't think it would have fucking mattered. Um, it would have had to be somebody that's, like, absolutely, like, it, it would have had to been, like, a Scott Horton figure. Like, we're, yeah. 
we need Tulsi to get Gabbard out, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to get out of the military. And you know, like Tulsi Gabbard talks a good game too. And I hope that's what she would do in that position. But you know, honestly, I don't know because that's what I thought. I honestly thought Mattis was under the assumption that the best thing to do for the United States was pull people out of the Middle East. And yeah, I mean, that's how we made it sound. And you know, once yeah. he was there, yeah. I don't know if the stories are true or not. I know I've heard some clips of him saying that it's the opposite, that Trump actually didn't want out. But, you know, I think everything that Trump, that's one thing I can say about Trump. Yeah, he's moved. He's just kind of moved troops around the Middle East. But he has seemed pretty consistent in saying that I want to take troops out of the Middle East. And every time he's tried, he's got an extreme backlash. And then it's and then it just gets wiped under the rug. It, well, it seems it seems like to me that Trump's gut instinct was always to get out. But the people that he surrounded himself with would convince him otherwise. And I think also that he just did not fully understand any sort of situation for anything that in, in government, I don't think he understood a lot of the uh, aspects of it. So anyone that he surrounded himself with, which we all knew were like mostly pieces of shit that wanted to keep us in war. I think those people, yeah, I think those people got to him and were like, Oh, well, these are the experts. I guess I'll listen to the experts. That's, that's the only reason I believe Trump's rhetoric in this regard is because it seemed as uh, first off, he's been very consistent with it. Um, but secondarily, anytime he actually tried to withdraw troops, it seemed like there was some new entity within the government that was like putting a stop on it. And then you have most recently, you have them trying to pass actual laws in Congress. Yes, thank uh, you by for bringing Liz, that up. Yeah, Liz Cheney in particular, that fucking cunt, um, that she wants to make it so that they have to have a vote to withdraw troops. You know, like they, they, it's supposed to be that we're supposed to fucking vote to go to war. We don't do that anymore. Now they want to have a vote before we end wars. I mean, it's the most sinister sick shit I've ever heard of. And it's so, it's so completely opposite to how our system was supposed to be established that I, I can't even believe we're here. Honestly. Yeah. Rand Paul and, and had there, a great video on that. Oh yeah. He knew and, it. it was I great. Mean, and there was, I mean, when, when Trump tried to withdraw troops from Syria, he was under the auspices that uh, there was, only this amount, like I forgot, I think it was, he thought there was only like 200 to 400, 600 troops there when it was like a, a huge oh, yeah. withdrawal. And they just flatly but, lied to his ass. But they flatly lied to him, but then there was pretty much the same amount as was before or like maybe just a little bit less than before. And, and it's they like, bragged about it. They bragged about yes. lying to him after the fact. It's unbelievable. Yes. The gall is unbelievable. It seems as if that should be like – an actual that's, seditious act. Like they should be tried that's and treason. Yeah, yeah. That's like, treason. <laughs> what the fuck? How is it not? How, why, why does, why does Trump like he bluffs, he bluffs and he blusters and he doesn't do a goddamn thing. I just, that I would respect him so much more. I might've even voted for the motherfucker if he was serious about this stuff, but he just never, ever followed through. He never prosecutes any of these dirty scumbags that he talks about. He's just always talking, just talk and talk and do nothing. It drives me fucking crazy. And yeah, you guys, it, it, you guys, even more so, given that you're in the military, I can't even imagine how exhausting it was to watch. But for me, it was it, brutal. It's one of the worst things ever, especially because most people in the military are huge Trump supporters. And then, in a way, I liked it because it, it, it kind of should, like, at least it, it I think they believe. Yeah, at least in a way, it uh, it showed that the media is against them or against their candidate. And right. he had some sort of, at least he came off as like an anti-war guy. And I, I think, I mean, fuck, dude, most people in the military uh, voted for Ron Paul back in the day. They, they yep. were contributing to his campaign and yep. stuff. So then Trump comes along and it's this like 
fucking raw dog fucking asshole just saying whatever the fuck he wants and he's like i'm i'm bringing this i'm bringing the troops home and i you know i honestly the rhetoric in the military always feels like yeah let's go to if we're going to war let's go to war and do our fucking job like this is what we're training for let's do it and then all of a sudden you get trump and he's you know comes off as this anti-war guy and people loved him in the military still and i i almost thought you would see kind of the opposite where it was like oh like Trump doesn't want to fucking defend our freedoms or some shit like that but I was proven wrong and people are like yeah like wait this these wars are kind of funny why are we here so long I wasn't even born when 9-11 happened why are we fucking (laughs) right well no I think the big thing is like uh I think it's very important to realize that the the U.S. military active duty has always voted for for the anti-war president. Uh, uh, Barack Obama, his first term, there was a large majority of active duty military and veterans that voted for him because he talked about being anti-war. And I think that's very important to realize. Bush was the same way about being non-interventionist. That's what he talked about in his speeches in his rallies no more nation building no more nation building exactly and and the military if you look at the way the military votes they vote for the anti-war president the problem is you never fucking get one yeah exactly no matter who you vote for you get john mccain it's so fucking true though it it really is i mean we almost got john mccain jesus christ that would have been horrendous it's so crazy because the, the, the rhetoric, you're right, it's, it's almost always popular to be anti-war in this country, and yet we never end fucking wars. And it's, to me, that's, that's the biggest red pill, uh, particularly for the military folks, is like, if you can just acknowledge the fact that like, popular support is to fucking be peaceful, and yet we still are not even close to being peaceful, uh, I don't know how you can come away with that saying like, okay, our democracy is functioning. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's so transparently... The, the people uh, that you're sending to war don't want to go to war. Like yeah. that. And they've been there. Insane. And they've been there. They know better than anybody how fucking fruitless it is. And it's just like, just listen to them. For the love of God, just listen to them and do what they're fucking saying. Like, uh, that, that's, that to me is like the most exhausting part of all this. And, and that's why I'm, I'm so much more of an ANCAP than I've ever been in my life is that I just realized that that democracy is a sham. And, and, you know, I just don't know, especially after this year, shit, I, I really think that the election was stolen from Trump. I, I don't have, you know, a smoking gun to prove it, but I think that ultimately like they want to get back to having not even a mouthpiece for the peace. status quo. Yeah. They want they don't the status even, quo again. They, they, they don't even want the peaceful rhetoric. They're like, no, we're no, done no. with this motherfucker. Oh yeah. No, dude, have you seen what they've, uh, who, sorry typo, but have you seen the Biden's like cabinet members that he's coming on? Oh, dude, His transition be... team and stuff. They're like, they're the atypical neocons that you saw during Bush era. It's going to be so dark. Dude. And it's just the same. It's just the fucking same. And, and there's a huge disconnect between the enlisted side and the officers because enlisted are, you know, mainly the younger guys, probably less educated or whatever. And they don't, they, at least I think they can somewhat see through the bullshit, but the officers that come in, go through all these fucking, you know, the, the fucking pillars of the cathedral, the universities, and they get in there. And a lot of them, what really helps your promotions is just going to fucking war and leading troops. You don't even have to do it successfully. You don't have to be good at it. As long as you have that fucking shit in your resume, you get promoted. And we've what what you're describing is, is essentially the downfall of the USSR. Like this is exactly what happened with them. They had, they had basically bureaucratic, 
morass that just continued to grow upon itself to the point that it was so out of hand. It just, no one could control it. It's just like the, the beast just grows and grows. And that, I really feel that's what we're, where we're at. We're like end of days, you know, 1989 USSR. Like it's, it's just a matter matter of time. I I kind of fucking hope we are like, it sounds bad. And I don't want a collapse of a nation. Like that's not a good thing. And it's not a fun thing to live through, but I honestly believe I was watching something last night and it was about Manchuria during uh, 1939 and 1942 and how they were almost like basically an anarchist utopia in, in Korea. And it, it was insane. I never, I never learned about this obviously. And I was just like trolling, like I was just trolling anarchist things on, on YouTube and uh, just trying to look for something as I was going to bed and I was learning about Manchuria and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this is dope. And they survived three years until they got broadsided by USSR assassins, uh, Chinese wow. invading North Korea and going through North Korea to destroy uh, people in Manchuria. And then uh, the Japanese fascists absolutely pissed that there was an anarchist nation that close to them. And it was like, are you fucking kidding? And so that's why, like, I, I think it would be interesting if it did collapse, but I think something like that is very, like history repeats itself and it's very difficult. And I think the only, it's very difficult for that to survive because Obviously, people talk about the power vacuums and things like that, but I think it's a lot different in the United States, and that's one place where the they really thought democracy was going to survive because it gave people the feeling that they were in charge, like yeah. regular everyday people, And but we've realized that we aren't, and there's a lot of fucking guns in the United States, and there has been a semblance of freedom that we have grown accustomed to and also grown unaccustomed to with newer generations coming in, but there's still that like pride in what we call freedom. And I think it, it'll be very dangerous for If it does collapse, it'll be very dangerous for any nation to come and try to nation build the United States of America. No, I think that's true. I, one other point I'd make is that, um, you know, Oh God, I totally brain fart. Damn it. I had I had a point. Type of go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, with uh, I mean, I, can you really say right now that America is a free country? Like I, oh, no. I don't. No, no, no. I don't think. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's I why think I said anyone, semblance. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh well, actually, runs. I sorry, I remember what I was going to say. Let me let me throw it in before I forget it. Um, so basically, you got. Um, I just want to like add to the evidence that we are late stage USSR. The same thing that happened in the USSR, basically where like they, they collapsed every, all the assets got, got sold to like the, the technocrats and the, the olig- oligarch type folks, like the people that were high up in the government basically became the richest people in that country. I, I view the, the push for MMT central bank, digital currency, all of this, um, the lockdowns, everything to me, reeks of that because we have all these people that are un- unemployed. You have increasing economic inequality. Everyone that's, that's invested in the stock market, um, which is, you know, fewer and fewer average people. It's, yep. it's largely, you know, big, powerful hedge funds, brokers, things like that. Um, you're seeing their percentage of the, the wealth owned increase exponentially while everybody else just eat shit. So um, it's, it's a really efficient and effective way of, stripping a nation of its wealth prior to the collapse. And I think that they 
they know it. The, like the highest up people understand the, the, the fate of this nation and they are already feasting upon the, the carcass, so to speak, if that's not too grim for you. No, I yeah, think I, I, true. I, I, that makes sense. Like they, they probably understand that they were maybe getting close to something bad, economic collapse, some sort of collapse coming. So they're trying to grasp as much power as they can right now to try to hold, hold their positions of power. Exactly. And that's, that's an interesting, that's a very interesting take actually. Yeah. I've been um, thinking about it a lot. It's just, it, to me, it's so obvious if you, if you actually look at what's happening with the economic inequality in this country and simultaneously the politicians who are pushing for lockdowns lament economic inequality as if like, bitch, are you not the primary driver creating this? I mean, all these small businesses, all these people that are middle class or upper, upper middle class are getting fucking taken to school. And it's like, it's just so transparent to me that this is what's occurring, whether it's intentional or not. I don't know. I, I'm not going to go down like the Alex Jones nefarious route of this all being yeah. world, world economic forum. Uh, directed type shit. But if you look at I mean, what's actually occurring, it's a reasonable, it's, hard, it's a reasonable it's hard, guess. Yeah. It's hard to argue that too. When they, they keep, you know, what's that fucking term they keep saying like the, the, the reset, the, the great, great reset. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. The great reset. And it's just, I mean, I'm not saying it's true, but it's just like, that's what they're saying. That's well, what they're openly saying right now. And it's it, like, Oh man, maybe it is really fucking nefarious right now. And it's yeah. kind of hard to uh, bet against Alex Jones right now. <laughs> yeah. He's, so, yeah. he's batting like a thousand over the past 10 months. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I know <laughs> all of his crazy I, ideas seem reasonable at this point. I know we're getting close to your time, Clint, but uh, there's something that I actually wanted to bring up with you uh, real yep. quick. Um, so, I mean, I'm getting very annoyed on Twitter and social media lately, and I kind of, um, I see it a lot more than maybe, and maybe I'm maybe blowing this out of proportion. I'm not really sure. But I, I am not. I see a lot of blue-pilled libertarians that are like the absolute fucking worst for <laughs> liberty. And I don't know if, I don't think they they know that they're preaching for the cathedral, but they are and it's like and it's like this huge fucking disconnect in the in the liberty uh community where you have i would say you know a lot of the you know mises caucus and there's probably others that go on where they're actually preaching about like real fucking things that, that the, the major fucking problems in this country and then you have blue pill libertarians talking about fucking racism right and it, it or, or, fucking, or worse yet Masks and vaccines. Uh, that oh, was yeah. that was fucking my, God. yeah. My my post last yeah. week is like, and, and people people push back on it. I mean, it was it was largely popular. I mean, the, the comments are always going to be the the detractors. So I'm not going to like blow this out of proportion. But there was enough detractors that that concerned me. And and essentially they're saying, you know, they've in in my opinion they've bought the propagandistic lie that masks are the solution to all of this, despite the fact that you have all of these charts that show that the fucking rates of infection go up even after the mask mandates. Not to not to mention the fact that we've been wearing fucking masks for ten months. We've been locked down for fucking ten months. This shit is not stopping. Eighty so, percent of the United States wears them on a day to day basis. Yeah, it's just it's just patently fucking false that masks are actually the solution to this shit. And and now they're buying again what I think could be I don't know for sure a propagandistic lie that the vaccine is going to fix all of this. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. But 
It's so fucking blue pilled to buy into these topics and to push them on other people. And that's the only issue I have with it. It's like, if you want to take the vaccine, have at it. If you want to wear a mask and stay home for fucking ever, I don't give a shit. If you want to push it on other people and you're a liberty minded person, I have a huge, huge issue with it. And if you don't understand it, I, I analogize it like this. I think that sugar is bad for you. I would definitely tell people in a, in a regular time frame that you should probably cut back on sugar. If the fucking incoming president of the United States was talking about banning sugar, I would shut the fuck up about candy being bad for you. Right. And these people are just out there talking about mass and vaccine mandates. And I'm like, do you know that the guy that's coming in is talking about doing this for the next hundred days of his, of his presidency without even looking at the fucking science at the time? He's talking about it months in advance. It's fucking totally ascientific. And you right. are adding to popular support for these mandates. I'll get off my soapbox, but you get the point. No, that's very true. And uh, well, just today I saw a CNN host fucking talking. They, they were doing one of their little shows where people are getting the vaccine, you know, like that's a fucking thing. Why are we putting people up? on these big stages with the American flag behind them. This is like, this is it's super creepy. Like it's propaganda. It's like the epitome of what propaganda is. Come get your vaccine. We'll put you on camera in front of the entire nation. So first off there's that, but there was a host. So one of the ladies, they asked her, um, so how do you, like, how are you feeling? Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I'm just glad I'm going to be able to travel again. No shit. They cut back right after she said that. She's like, I want to go on a trip or something like that. Now that I have the second dose of the vaccine. And they cut back to the host and they're talking about it. And he's like, hey, I just want to make a point that um, I really want you guys to get this point across to her there, wherever the fuck she was, that uh, she really shouldn't still be traveling, uh, even though you got the, the second thing of the vaccine. And it's like, well, then what the fuck? She's like, it's not safe for you or other people to do that, even though you got the second thing of the vaccine. And it's like, then what the fuck is the point of the vaccine? <laughs> it's like, you could be an asymptomatic carrier even with the vaccine. And it's like, all right, so then you're not vaccinated from it, right? right. Like, obviously, you, you, you're not vaccinated from it. it basically, the, that entire premise lays the groundwork for lockdowns until every single man, woman, and child gets, and he gets vaccinated. He literally said that right afterwards. He's like, oh, we're, not looking at, we're not looking at full vaccinations until July of the whole United States. And it's like, yeah, guess fucking what? I'm looking at, for the, anybody that listens to the show. I'm looking for a, a vaccine faker around yeah. here. Uh, you know, give me a fucking call and we'll see how much money I can give to you so I can get a fake vaccination paper. I, I am, I'm so disturbed by, by the precedent that that would set if they, if they mandate vaccines. I mean, any libertarian, no matter how afraid of COVID you are, if you support mandating vaccines by law, get the fuck out. You're not a get libertarian. The fuck out of, yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, and, that, and I think that was Typo's point. Uh, I, I'll let you go further into it, but the blue-pilled libertarians are a problem, man. Like, if you're and, – and granted, I may be too red-pilled. Maybe I'm too fucking Alex Jones on this shit. I don't know. But at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not the vaccine is totally fucking healthy and good for us, I am not okay with giving the government that power, and you shouldn't be. I mean, just point blank. Well, it's always the libertarians that – I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them that have the blue check mark, or they're fucking at – I'll say an established libertarian media outlet that right. fucking <laughs> yeah, and I fucking I dude I cannot stand it that and and they go into um they they preach like like the 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 most meteorocer like libertarian ideas like they're libertarian at fa they're like linos 
They're like okay. libertarian in name only. That's what they are a lot of the times. And it fucking annoys me. And not only do they not only do they preach for the cathedral, they fucking go after like fucking puppets for the cathedral of people that are actually really preaching liberty in our circle. And I, I it's think, like I, honestly the most annoying thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that's that's why the Mises Caucus has it right. It's totally wrong to have any liberty libertarian libertarian or liberty-minded organization located in washington dc we are supposed to be outside of the cathedral the beltway libertarians that you're lamenting which i agree with are the reasons and the those fucking assholes cato and all these people that are actually in dc and when you when you're surrounded by the cathedral you have no it's just you're going to be swept up like i i just really believe that is at this point i don't believe that it's like sinister and nefarious that they're getting you know money put in their back pockets to be scumbags i just think that you're surrounded by these people you rub elbows with them you have fucking cocktail parties and then you know, everyone's talking about how great the vaccine is and you start to fucking buy in and i i think that the the libertarian movement is about being outside of the cathedral fighting the cathedral you can't be within it and do that um, and I don't want to be fucking part of their team. I don't want to be invited to their parties. I want nope. to fucking burn them down. So. <laughs> I, I almost like I maybe I'm pulling this up. I almost see them as a bigger threat to liberty sometimes than the actual cathedral mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be the represent represents for us. And when they start preaching ideas that uh, that are somewhat libertarian but also go along with the like the narrative, it it's like the worst thing ever because it's like oh look at this libertarian. That agrees with us. Yeah. And it makes it seem like, oh, well, if, if those libertarians agree, why the fuck would I become a libertarian? Exactly. They're just it's, part of the goddamn system, just like everyone else. It's exactly the point that Luke made about Obama. He was able to get away with the worst shit because everyone liked him, um, or at least he was painted in, in such a great light. It's the same thing with libertarians. If you have them advocating for vaccine use, it's going to be used for vaccine mandates. Like, I'm just, I'm just laying that out there. Like, consider your... the 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 downhill effects of what you're actually doing, whether you want to take the vaccine, whether you want to tell your family about it. I don't think you should be propagandizing people that everyone should be getting it. Everyone should be masking up. I think it's a very dangerous precedent. And, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm on guard, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most, like, I think that's the biggest thing you just have at this point in time, we have to be on our fucking toes because it's fucking coming, boys. It's yep. coming. And like uh, I know you're in Cali, and it, like my parents are in Cali, and they're having they're getting the fuck out of Cali, and they're leftists, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah they, exactly. And they, I'm here. It's fucking insane. I, yeah. I don't even know if I didn't have these uh, these houses I'm building, I'd be out already. But yeah. God bless them for getting out when they when they're getting yeah. good. They're going to Texas, and they're like, yeah, we're just gonna let we're just gonna ride out with Texas's laws for a while. Like we're not <laughs> we're just gonna let them do their shit because we're done with Perfect. California. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just just don't go elsewhere <laughs> and vote in the same laws. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's how bad it is, dude. California is so bad that two lesbians want to leave California and go to goddamn Texas. <laughs> it's really bad. I'm telling you, the lockdowns yeah. have been backbreaking. Yo, I, I've got another show I got to hop on. Um, yeah. Check out me your, out. Throw out your bugs. Yeah, uh, just at Liberty Lockpot on Twitter and uh, follow me, Spotify, Twitter, uh, iTunes everywhere, Liberty Lockdown Podcast. Thank you guys so much. It's fucking a blast. I hope we can do it again. And I need to have you motherfuckers on, please. Yeah, definitely, man. You let us know. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, man. Later. Peace out. Thanks for coming on, Clint. Love you. Love you too, buddy. Peace out. (laughs) Well, that was a good episode. Well, fuck. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, so do I. Um, You got anything else you want to talk about before we uh, head out? 
Um, no, nothing really on my mind. Do you? No, I was just seeing because we could have keep could keep talking. Yeah, for but. sure, for sure. But I, well, I it, it was it's fucking. We were talking so fast because we were getting so close to the time. <laughs> so we're like, fuck, dude, I gotta, I gotta get these points in. Gotta get these points in. And, and that was one thing that I did want to bring up with him about like the blue pilled libertarians and their fucking annoying ass shit. And I just, God, dude, I, 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 I just don't. I mean, like, you, you fucking saw it, like the, the whole Dave Smith thing with yeah. the, 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 and it's just like, dude, you don't have a fucking clue. Like, you have no clue, like, what's the real enemy. Nope. You just think if you preach these fucking leftist libertarianish ideas that you'll win people over, but they don't even realize what they're preaching is what they want you to preach. And it, it got it, it, it just frustrates me when you see someone, especially people that I kind of respected that preach these ideas and you're like, wait, I thought, I thought you were one of the good ones. Like, yeah. I don't... Well, and I think, I think that's why I like that quote that you put up from Dave Smith, like we're on the bus to fucking boot camp. We're not even in the war yet. Like, and you know, I, I, I kind of see that we are in the war, but like in the analogy, I think it's very good, but like we're on the bus to fucking boot camp. Like we're not even ready for this war to start. And you're mad because somebody else on the bus called you a fucking name. Someone or... on the bus going to war with you called you a fucking and... name. And you're like, oh, like, I, I I can't be part of this anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, like, Dave Smith's right. You're not ready for fucking war, bro. No. You're not going. Especially, like, if, especially if you already think we're in a war and that's what you're fucking worried about. Like, because that's what he said right afterwards. He's like, we're already in a war. Do you not think we're – and he totally changed the subject. And he's like, do you not think that we're not in a war? Have you seen what the media's done? And it's like, exactly. And you're worried about a fucking name or people a not meme. liking you. And, and or fucking people, meme. I know, but you're worried about people not liking you or, you know, not looking at you the right way. Like, I know he's yeah. not, but he's worried about other people. And, and that's the thing. He's not even worried about people liking him or what he does in his life. He's worried about what other people do to other people. Like, yeah. worried about what they say to other people. And it's like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? You're not ready for shit. I was like, there's a reason why there's racial slurs thrown around the Marine Corps like it's fucking cool. There's a reason why we all act gay as shit. There's a reason why we fucking do the things that we do. is because none of that shit fucking matters. And there's a reason why we talk this way and we're so fucking in everybody's face. And it's because in a war, you have to be or else you're going to fucking die. Yeah. So you live it. You're one. You one hundred percent right, dude. Like you, if like it, like if 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 libertarians or the libertarian movement or whatever, if it was a real threat, we would be on the. They would be attacking us in the media every goddamn day. And if that day ever comes, like you're going to be hated. The mass country or like whoever still fucking falls with the cathedral, they're going to hate you, and they will hate. They already hate you. You're yeah. not one hundred percent aligned with them. Like if you're slightly aligned with them, like oh he's he's kind of the good libertarian. He preached his you know inequality and racism, so he's like halfway there. But they still hate you because you're no. not completely on their side. Absolutely. And when it gets when the when the time comes, or if it ever comes, that this movement is an actual threat to these people, they're going to send fucking everything at you. Well, and the thing it, is, it, is like the reason why we're not a threat is because we talk like fucking pansies, bro. We like not- this like. Like yeah. this, like the Archie, like we're talking, this is what 
fucking frustrating is because we have to talk about how this stupid infighting in the libertarian community because there's people not on board with like what the real fucking threat is. So we have to talk about how this guy's a piece of fucking shit and doesn't understand that there's a like 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 Dave fucking said, we're going against the CIA, the mainstream media, the fucking war state. We're going against all these things. And if we do become a fucking threat, they're going to come at, at us every angle they can. And they're going to try to make us or demonize us to the mass population. And you better be fucking ready for that. And right now, they don't. The reason why they don't demonize us is because they think we're a fucking joke. And we are. And that's the fucking problem yes. with the Libertarian Party. We are a fucking joke because majority of the fucking libertarians that I know don't fucking do shit and they can't speak their fucking mind. They let everybody walk all over them and they try to make arguments and they're like, well, I'm coming at it from a logical standpoint. And look, I get it. You need to come at it with a logical standpoint and be completely consistent in your fucking thought. And that guy couldn't even do that. Who was talking to Dave? He couldn't even be fucking logically consistent, which is the most, I'm fucking hitting my mic, which is the most important fucking part of being a libertarian. Like it's not even a purity fucking test. Be logically consistent in what you're saying. If you, and if you're not, then don't fucking say it at all. There's not a different, like the whole non-aggression principle thing was stupid. Like that was a dumb, the guy is fucking retarded. And honestly, people need to get called fucking retarded more often because I don't think they realize that they're fucking retarded. And I, I honestly believe people like it, it's not a, like, we don't need to fucking, we need to start speaking clearly and we need to start speaking almost angrily because we should be fucking angry at this point. And that's what's going to make people afraid is when people are angry because their bullshit is being called out. And we need to start calling out bullshit in a very aggressive manner. That doesn't mean aggress on people or go and shoot them up. I mean, you call them out and make sure they know they're fucking wrong. And that's what the Libertarian Party needs to do. And that's what we said the Libertarian presidential candidate should have fucking done the entire time she was running. She deserves no fucking credit for anything she did over the last election site. Spike Cohen doesn't either. Like I said, I've said in uh, cases before or in episodes before, I think he has very good ideas and, you know, he's a self-proclaimed anarchist, but he didn't fucking, he didn't do it. And none of the people in charge of the LP are doing it. And there's a reason why. And that's because they're either pansies or they're part of the cathedral and they're bought into that mindset and fuck that, fuck them we're done with this and that's how all libertarians should be. And we should be absolutely fucking angry and speak like it because that's the only pe time people are going to listen. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I don't know, maybe this year, 2020 has been probably the biggest infringement on our rights ever in American history, at, at least, at least for the whole country as a mass. Yeah. And we couldn't even speak out against that. The, the libertarian party's talking about black lives matter. This is what we're talking about. Like that, like Black Lives Matter. We have to fuck it. Like, I don't know. They're trying to talk about criminal justice reform. And it's like, bro, we are fucking, people are locked in their goddamn house. People are losing their jobs. Multiple people or multiple uh, families are losing their business that they built from the ground up. Their houses. And their houses i mean dude the restaurant business is not as lucrative as people might think it is it's one of those businesses that you work almost month to month to make your fucking ends meet because a lot of people get into it because it's some more of a passion than it is anything else and those people are being fucked over and the libertarian parties going to black lives matter rallies uh, trying to advocate them to vote for them over like people that hate you these people fucking hate you 
Absolutely. And it's like, dude, like who, who are you? Like, what are we doing? Are we, are we trying to end racism or end tyranny? Yeah. Like and what? that's, and that should have been the fucking argument from the standpoint, the arguments has, it was never racist cops going out and shooting black people. That's not the fucking argument. And it never should have been, especially from the LP's mouth. Like that is fucking insane to me. And it pissed me off to no end. And maybe uh, like we didn't get that fucking across in the beginning. And maybe it's honestly just stockpiling with everything that's everything else that's been happening over the last few months. And now we're fucking saying it, but the argument has been and always will be against tyranny. And those shootings that have happened, those were tyrannical cops in force, like using force against peaceful civilians. The majority of those cases are, and that's what should have been talked about by the LP by and large repeatedly over the last 10 months. And on top of that, the lockdowns, that's tyranny. We, I think they started out strong right at the beginning of it because they had the GOP. And I don't know why, like a lot of, like we align ourselves a lot of time with the GOP and maybe that's why um, Joe Jorgensen took the route of like appeasing the black lives matter people. And because we get called fucking Republican lights all the time and I, it didn't fucking work, obviously, but it's like the Republicans at the beginning of this lockdown thing, they were up in arms against the cops. They were up in arms against the cops. And you don't think that George Floyd thing, the way it blew up the way it did, wasn't like a red flag to like get everybody off of that fucking ideal? Like, come on. Like, I just don't understand. And then the, the mask mandates, the vaccinations, all this shit, cops killing people in the streets, cops beating up actual peaceful protesters when it was happening. Um, Trump, uh, like, praising that those cops that shoved the fucking uh, – old white man in like Virginia. And he was like, Oh, he was walking like Antifa, like made a joke about it. And it's like, you know what? I get, I get jokes. Like I get jokes and you know, it was probably a joke, probably not the best thing for a fucking president to stay, say, especially when there's so especially if you want to be looked at as the anti-establishment, anti-deep state fucking president, because you just played into the fucking game. And that's why he went back and backed fucking cops. And it's like, yo, you guys are all, and then, and then that's why I have a problem with right wing libertarians that are fucking, you know, uh, a, that share fucking turning point and shit like that. Like that shit pisses me off to no end. And then the fucking ancoms and and soaks that are fucking up in arms about vaccinations and stealing people's private property and, uh, saying black lives matter is it's okay that they burnt these businesses because you know, they shouldn't, their private business, private businesses shouldn't fucking exist. And it's like, you know what? Fuck them all. Fuck them all. I'm fucking like, we should be fucking done with this as a whole libertarians should be fucking done. And we should tell everybody to go fuck off. And this is what we're going to do. And this is what we want. And don't fucking budge. We're not going to appease the fucking state. We're not going to appease the cathedral. Fuck them. Yeah. And uh, what, what was a better uh, political move to try to appease to the people that already have the anti-cop stance that are voting for the party that already have this huge, like, no logical consistency with their anti-cop stance? Or do you, do you try to fucking uh, move toward the people that are the small businesses or tend to be maybe 
somewhat conservative and you showed them that like who's done more to fuck over your business was it antifa or the cops that are enforcing these goddamn lockdowns yeah who's done who's 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 killing more small businesses is it the cops shutting down your business or the antifa that do fuck up small business but it's only in small pockets across uh the city entire nation yeah it's like who did it who who did more who who do you think you can win over conservatives that are like oh maybe these cops aren't so good even after the george floyd thing they're like conservatives are like fuck man that's rough i don't i I can't i can't agree with that one maybe it would be easier to be like yeah and these cops are also the ones that are shutting you down they're destroying people's lives and these are the same ones to do so who's continuing to do so i don't i mean yeah there's i've seen some riots in the past couple weeks but I have, I've seen fucking lockdowns for the last 10 months. Who's doing yeah. more? Is it Black Lives Matter, Antifa? Is it those people? Honestly, like be fucking honest with yourself. Those people are scumbags. We fucking get that. But who's doing more? And who's upholding it? Who's letting them do it? Fucking cops. Fucking politicians. The same fucking people that you so valiantly went out to vote for the like this has been one of the biggest elections of our lifetime uh, in in terms of votes like the like fuck donald trump got more votes this year than he did four years ago yeah and biden Biden got more votes than obama one of the most voted for presidents of all time biden a person that even self-described democrats and demo democratic socialists don't even like are you fucking kidding me? And guess what? Guess what you're fucking worried about? Somebody calling you a goddamn name. Yeah, and who who even, like, let's just go on a left perspective. Maybe she was pandering to the left because she thought she can get some left. Um, do you think you're going to get the people that see these riots from the Black Lives Matter and be like, oh, that's a little fucked up and the Libertarian Party is fucking uh, praising these people? Or do you think maybe you can get the centrist left left people that are like have businesses don't want fucking chaos in the streets and maybe if you come at it from a perspective like well maybe cops aren't racist but they're fucking tyrannical as fuck and they're shutting your lifestyle down they're shutting everything down and they kill people in the streets and they kill keep people in the streets and it's like that's a win fucking win right there you yeah. you it's oh you did my both. god dude you did both at the same time you did fucking both yeah Two birds, one fucking stone. But no. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Keep the, keep, we got to wear these fucking masks. Got to wear the masks. Got to get your fucking vaccine. Yep. In in, in this lockdown. That's how you end a lockdown. We have to get vaccinated. Instead of, fuck you, we're going, like, you don't need to wait for a vaccine because it's your fucking right as an American citizen through the constitution that you can fucking associate with whoever you want and move about without anybody telling you, you can't. Yeah. And do you, do you think a bunch of like young, like young leftist people, like maybe at first they were on board with the fucking lockdown, maybe I'll I'll say that maybe, but after a while, young people like ourselves, we don't want to be trapped in our goddamn house. We want to go out and be social, meet people. Meet, meet the fucking your love of your life or just get fucking drunk or just do drugs. That's what fucking young people want to do. That's what they want to do. But now you have to take that away from them. And then the Libertarian Party 
barely talked about it. Nope. Barely talked about it. Or, you know, skyrocketing suicide rates among fucking yeah. 18 to 32 year olds. Wow. I wonder fucking why. Maybe because they can't go out and socialize. Or maybe they're in such crippling debt because they lost their fucking job as a waitress down the fucking street that they can't pay their rent at their apartment that they live in with three other people. Like what? It, like there was, there's just, there was so many, there's so many opportunities for the LP to be not even like the driving political force, but just be the driving voice. Like just a George, voice yeah. of a nation. Just a drop, voice. Yeah. Drop hammers. Realize, or even like, well, let's just say the Libertarian Party's dropping hammers and fucking calling out all this bullshit. And it almost forces another political party to adopt it. Yeah. Because they see how much traction it has. Yeah, exactly. Like, Force them to be us. Force them to be yeah. us. Because if they don't, they fucking lose. That's what, and honestly, that's why I give fucking major props to Shane. Shane down in Georgia, man, he fucking did it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not one for the, using the political system. And we've talked about this. But I fucking commend him for doing what he did. And thank God he did. Because, and you know, I commend him for doing what he's still doing. You know? Yeah. Fuck he's Purdue. He's not caving. He's, yeah, not he's, not he's not selling out to the left or the right. He said, fuck them both. And that's what we need to do. Fuck them both and move on with our fucking lives and start talking shit about these goddamn people that are trying to destroy the United States. Well, I yeah. mean, it's already destroyed. And I don't even give a fuck about the United part anymore. Fucking <laughs> like, fuck them, dude. Like, ah, dude, it was just, it's so frustrating to hear these people talk about it like that. And like, even like, that's why I think I had, I feel the same way about the Trumpers because that's why I was just like, like the people that are still on Trump's dick. Like, I feel like it's exactly the same. You're buying into the same fucking system and you're just letting it happen. Like, no, it's time to be the angry voice, the people that have been unheard. It's time for us to be that. And they, and people just don't want to. And so, you know what? They get fucking left in the dust and I'll talk shit about them too. Yeah, and how many of our like slightly leftist to leftist friends that we have that were looking at this lockdown at first like, oh man, this is serious. And sure, that's understandable. It was completely unknown. You didn't understand the virus. Uh, everywhere around you was screaming that this was the fucking worst thing ever. Sure. But after a while, a lot of them were like, whoa, uh, this is not adding up anymore. This doesn't yeah. make sense. And a lot of them that at least in our friend circle we're like dude this is fucking weird like i i don't really support this anymore and no one and and they can't they don't want to call themselves a fucking republican because that's trump's team and they fucking hate trump no matter what so maybe instead of there being a trump that you have to go to if you want to go against this lockdown maybe there's a third option yeah but no we never had that third option all they were doing was pandering to some fucking movement that hasn't done anything they they fucking helped has get no joe, fucking power yeah they had they helped get joe biden elected and now black lives matter after they announced that they helped joe biden get elected and they sent some fucking letter to them for them to come sit down and talk to him they haven't fucking respond well and guess what like nothing there's not even any proof to their fucking saying that they helped joe biden get win. sure yeah but like you know what i mean it's like the more fucking African-American black people in general, not even African-Americans, people of color in general, voted for Trump this time around than they did six, four years ago. And it's like, yeah. oh, shit. Maybe you could have gotten all those fucking people. You know, a literal middle ground of ideology. 
You could have done yeah. it. You could have fucking done it, LP, but you didn't because you guys are bitches. <laughs> and that's yeah. what they are. They, they act like little kids that aren't getting their way. And they're like, I don't understand why we're not getting votes. Maybe we just need a bigger name. So, you know, let's throw fucking, let's throw fucking, what's, uh, what's that guy from Turning Point? Um, uh, Charlie Kirk. Yeah, let's throw Charlie Kirk in the r- running for fucking uh, Liberty and fucking libertarianism presidential candidate 2024 or you know like and then we'll have some middle ground leftist uh you know be his fucking vp and then we can have the same thing over again but hey we'll get more votes like fuck you like fuck you and that's why i have that's why i've always had such an aversion to the lp like i fucking i think the parties itself is fucking garbage and you know i appreciate that there's people like dave and pete and all those guys out there that are trying to take over the party, but I think it's a fucking lost cause. Honestly, I think we do better when we're individuals about this, not even like, not even individuals. Like you have to speak out on your own, but like, you don't have to associate with a political party. I feel like you honestly don't. And the LP is a political party. And I think we do better as long if, if we just stay outside the fucking mainstream of political parties and political ideologies and just say, fuck all of you. And we will do what we want. And we move as a like we move as a collective in the philosophical hyper individuality that we preach. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I want fucking liberty, no matter what. But I mean, I mean, this this is why. Like, maybe this is why we fucking hate the Libertarian Party so much, just because they're not preaching liberty in. I mean, they kind of do at face value, but yeah. they don't in the end and i don't i don't know i don't know this year has been the fucking worst for liberty and it's only it seems like it's only getting worse and i'm i'm one of those it's just i'm looking for any answer i don't know what the answer is i don't know if it is the the individual way that you want to do it and move as a collective away from parties i don't know if we can maybe take over if they do take over the libertarian party of some way and maybe that's the best way i don't fucking know but all i know is it's getting worse and we need something we need people someone that's a better voice than what we got now or a group of people or all of us all together whatever the way is i just want to get the fuck away from this this is the worst and i i I'm, I'm, I'm desperate. And I'm one know, of those that's desperate. Honestly, I, I agree with you where it could be one of the, one way or the other, like take over, whatever we need to do, we need to do it. Um, not even quickly. And I, I'm trying to stay, stay away from the word aggressively because people will take that wrong, but you know, sure. with a fucking like tone. Yeah. We need to take it with a very, yeah. Guided tone. And, I don't know, even. I don't even care if it's the Republican Party. If there's some take, fucking Republican dude that comes out and he's preaching all this bullshit, dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and I my do thing not is, care. Like, we we need to fucking smack people in the face with what we feel. You know, like we need to fucking hit them where it hurts and drop bombs on these motherfuckers with our ideology and fucking hit them where it hurts. And that's what we need to fucking do. And that's the only way that we're gonna get out of this. Yeah, I I agree. That I, I mean. I, I don't, I mean, if there's no voice, if there's, I mean, there's us, there's, I mean, other Liberty loving people out there that's preaching this shit, but like, obviously it's, it's not working right now. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we're still under fucking lockdown everywhere. I mean, and, and, you know, here it's not nearly as bad as other States, but it's still happening here. 
Yeah. And it's still, it's still fucking bad. Like just because it's a little less tyranny than other States doesn't mean you should not be just as upset because who knows? Fuck dude. Fucking Ducey. Uh, he, he seems like he's, I mean, he's not on the Trump train anymore. He's, but, and uh, it seems like he's trying to side more with the Democrats right now, maybe to, for his, uh, for political purposes. I have no idea. But if there's some, if some sort of uh, lockdown comes from uh, Biden, like this mandatory lockdown throughout the country, I could totally see fucking Doug Ducey being like, okay, I'll enforce that. Yep. Yep. He'll have yep. no problem. Dude's a fucking no pig and he rolls over. Yeah. Always has been. And it's so. fucking. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the answer is. But I think just like many other people out there, I'm fucking desperate, and I'm 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 looking for any avenue of approach to to obtain liberty right now. Start fucking, I'm fucking dropping bombs. I'm fucking tired of this fucking <laughs> shit, dude. Honestly, just start fucking calling. I think I think the biggest thing that we have to do is start calling people out. Uh, not even for clout, like like just fucking call people out. And, you know, it may annoy the fuck out of some people that are that think similarly to us, but I don't give a shit anymore. Like, I'm calling people out. Like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Like, we got to appease libertarians in general because they're libertarians, too, and they're spreading the message of liberty. And it's like, not really. They're really not. They're, they're appeasing to get some liberty. And I'm not about that. Yeah. I'm for liberty. So, fuck them. Yeah, they're trying to uh play play the game in, in in their rules yeah that's what they're doing they're trying to play with their rules and it's like dude fuck their rules you're yeah. libertarian you, you you fuck these rules yeah we if, don't we don't care about those rules if shane can run for governor of georgia or uh yeah governor no senator for georgia right senator yeah if yeah. shane can run for the senator of georgia and quote tweet aoc and say tax this dick then we can do a lot fucking better oh yeah for sure Go get and, the fuck it. Yeah. yeah. That's the mentality we should be going into. Absolutely. Fucking like, don't fuck even em. put up with it. Don't no. even try to like fucking don't argue. Don't like, try to hide. No, this, don't try to this hide behind a, words. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck you. Yep. Let them know that we hate them and we, we don't respect them in any way, shape or form. Nope. We're fucking, you're, we're, we fucking hate you and we don't want anything to fucking do with you. You already like, hate us. So guess what? Feelings mutual. Fuck them. It's almost like maybe to like normal people, you want to try to explain your fucking uh, side and situation, but for the people in power and the people advocating for this, you, you, you tell them, fuck you. No, we're done. We're not doing this. Not doing this. Exactly. It's over. Yeah. People around you, personal circles. Yeah, absolutely. Try to explain it to them in the calmest, best way too, to be a persuasive fucking person. But at a certain point, they're not giving it to you. Fuck them. You don't need those people in your life. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like it's, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I don't, I don't agree. And you know, if you, if somebody's going to avidly speak f- to limit our rights, no, I'm going to tell them you're wrong. And you know, I might talk to them at first if they're in, in, in our circle or in my circle, I might talk to him at first and be like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but don't you think it'd be, you know, try to be like that. But at a certain point, if it's not fucking worth it, guess what? Smack him in the face with fucking bombs and be like, if you don't agree with that, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do for you. And we're not going to agree on this. Fuck you. I'm done. And we should definitely fucking be calling out the people at the top of this without any disregard for how we come off and sound. I don't give a fuck. Governors to Gitmo, baby. Governors to Gitmo. Let's go. 
Well, um, that's the fucking shit show. Uh, yeah, typo. I, I got uh, I got everything off my chest that I wanted to complain about and uh, <laughs> talk to you guys or well, you, I guess, for the last thirty minutes. But uh, yeah, my last uh, I guess ending remarks is fucking fuck them. Don't don't fucking deal with it anymore. Tell like this is what we have to to come to is like like there's no there's no like appeasing these people there's no reasoning with some people out there if they fucking are advocating for like tyrannical fucking shit you you tell them no i'm done yep and that's that's all i got yeah um my last few words is fuck them 2021 and beyond so you (laughs) should be that's i want a shirt says fuck them 2021 i don't care i'm done with this shit um they can all burn for like <laughs> like i don't care uh in in minecraft <laughs> yeah <laughs> they can burn in minecraft uh but yeah uh that's the fucking shit show i uh, just want to say a uh, shout out to clint again thanks for coming on bud uh go follow his shit if you're not yet liberty lock pod it's fucking dope and he's got a lot of good shit to say so uh go follow him on twitter and all that and all that shit will be in the show notes as always And hope you guys enjoyed the show and our fucking ranting at the end of it. We out.